and welcome back to Beauty from the Heart. I'm your host, Rose Gallagher, and each week I'm talking to people within the beauty industry that have inspiring or positive stories. Today I'm talking to a lovely friend of mine, Bryony Blake. So Bryony is a makeup artist and she's worked across all kinds of amazing projects that I'm sure you'll have come across. So whether it's the X Factor or This Morning or Strictly Come Dancing, she's always painting faces. But one of the things that I love about Bryony and that struck me really, really quickly when I first met her was how much she loves her friends and her family. So today we're really going to do a bit of a deep delve into the importance of friendships and how much they can enrich your life. Joining me down the phone with a glass of wine in hand, it's Bryony Blake. Bryony, good evening and thank you for joining me down the line. Oh my goodness, thank you so much for asking me. I feel very, very honoured to be part of your amazing group of people that you've interviewed. Well, when I was thinking about this group and thinking who do I next want to have a glass of wine with and pick the brains of, you were top of the list, shall we say? So, I mean, first of all, it's quite unusual that we're not curled up on a couch somewhere to do this. So I really appreciate you joining me in the middle of lockdown. How are you finding it at the moment being locked down? Yeah, it's a kind of funny time, isn't it? It's a, it's a very strange feeling. Um, but at the same time, I'm very lucky because obviously I have quite a lot of kind of online content and I managed to always keep myself busy because quite frankly I've got so much stuff that I really need to do that I've put off Uh, I don't know about you but I now don't really have an excuse not to do it which is really (laughs) annoying (laughs) I think you must be quite used to it as well like I am used to having quiet periods where I'm at home quite a bit and I you know you do have to work from home and that's not really that new to me but I think it's the fact of not seeing my friends and not seeing my family and that's really tough like I miss do you know what I miss I miss touching people oh I'm completely with you I'm such a hugger and to not have that level of interaction I've been finding that hard to adjust to as well yeah I think it's also the fact that as a makeup artist we you know we touch people all the time and we're surrounded by so many people all the time and I'm such you know as you are I'm such like a people person that I find it really odd to like I mean obviously I'm with my boyfriend so I'm very lucky but I just I do find the kind of I miss my work atmosphere and the people and the chatting. It's funny you should say actually about working from home. Um, A friend of mine who also works from home was saying that she felt like it took her a little bit longer for this to sink in because a lot of the likes of mine and your routine wasn't entirely different in the beginning. But I'm like you, I'm very lucky to be, I'm with my mum and dad actually um, and I'm just grateful that I've got someone to touch base with every day and just really just enjoy the simple things that I think we take for granted a lot like getting so excited about what we're going to make for dinner every day (laughs) that is so true just to come kind of back to the beginning of the story most people will know you as a makeup artist and I know that you and I did that lovely it cosmetics podcast a little while ago and we touched loads on your journey into makeup which I'd really recommend anyone to listen to that it's a really great story I'll put the link to that in the show notes Um, but for anyone that hasn't caught that yet just kind of on a day-to-day basis what does your makeup work life look like so my makeup work life has always been very busy I've been very lucky in that sense you know I mainly do live entertainment so I work a lot on live shows um so 
I've been part of shows like X Factor, Strictly. Um, I've actually just finished Britain's Got Talent, which is now obviously on Saturday nights, which is great. Um, and then I obviously do Strictly, which is amazing. And that usually starts in like um, August all the way through to Christmas. Um, and I also do like Saturday Night Takeaway and The Greatest Dancer. And so a lot of the shows that are kind of live and on Saturday nights, I'm very, very lucky to be part of. And the lovely thing about it is that I've worked on them for such a long time now. I've literally done Britain's Got Talent since the beginning, um, which is crazy. But the nice thing about it is it is very much like a family. Like the people that were kind of researchers and runners when I was assisting as a makeup artist are now the exec producers and I'm now a personal. So it's really nice the fact that we've all known each other for a long time and we all work on very similar shows. So it's a, it's a really lovely community, which I absolutely love. Oh, definitely and I think one of the things that always strikes me about you is you're always just buzzing off what you've been up to that week and I think that kind of passion for what you do shines through everything else you do whether it's an insta story or a bit of an igtv like it's just very clear that you absolutely love your job yeah i mean i sometimes you know when i'm driving at like three o'clock in the morning (laughs) and you're literally like why am i doing this or you're stuck in traffic and you're like oh my god you know i literally have to go seriously you're going to make someone look pretty it's not that challenging. And I'm like, that's a really good point. And then I, you know, the nice thing about it is I work a lot of the time on these shows. I work with some of my best friends that I've known for years. We all have each other's backs. And that is a really, really important to me as well. Do you know what? From when I first met you, one of the things that really stood out to me and why I knew we would get on so well is just that you really, really value your friends and your family. And even before we'd properly met, I remember thinking, thinking I think me and her would get on because I just I know that's how I am um but I just want you to tell us a bit about them first so first of all just tell us a bit about your family oh my goodness my family are nuts (laughs) yeah my family are fantastic I mean I'm one of four so I've got an older sister um and then there's me and then I've got a brother and then I've got a younger sister and we're all really close I've got a wonderful mum she loves a party and loves all of us to be all together at all times um and I've got a wonderful stepdad who's just brilliant he's just a sturdy kind of you know he loves to get involved he was always the one that you know would drive us to school every morning and you know he's just he's just a brilliant brilliant human being and we just it's hilarious honestly like we just laugh all the time and we shout and we all kind of like have to you know talk over one another and you know when you're younger you're like oh you're dating someone and you're like oh um so when are they going to meet your family like I remember a guy picking me up for a first date and I was like oh come on in and he was like oh um uh but isn't your mum your mum there and your stepdad and I was like yeah yeah but that's fine like I had no qualms about, you know, introducing my family to anyone. Like, I don't care. And most of the time, my mates actually just hang out with my family without me. So, <laughs> And actually, lots of your oldest friends and your closest friends are still your friends from school, aren't they? Yeah, so I've still, I'm still best mates. There's like five girls that I went to school with. And what I'd call like my bestest friend was the girl that I actually sat next to in kindergarten when I was four and a half. And I remember choosing her to sit next to because she had red ribbons in her hair. She had beautiful plaited hair, golden hair. And I sat next to her because I thought, oh, she looks cool. I quite like her. And still to this day, you know, I'm godmother to her son, who's now 14, which is killing me. Oh, my goodness. Um, 
Yeah, it's amazing. Whenever I speak to him, he's nearly, he's taller than me and it's hysterical. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you're a mum. We've got to be, you know, grown up about this. But it's the history, you know, that as far as I'm concerned, my friends from school are like my family. Like, we don't necessarily have to see each other all the time. But as soon as we do, it instantly goes back to being what we were like when we were younger, which I, I really like. And you know you meet lots of different people all the time and you still have these really grounded secure friendships so what do you think makes a really good friend oh that's a tricky one I think a lot of people think you know when people say that about relationships you know like oh were you attracted to them straight away and I think in in some way I think friendships can be like that as well I think you can have breakups with your friends too just like you do in a relationship I think you have arguments and you have the same feelings that you would if you were in a a relationship with someone it's just a different kind of one and sometimes it can be harder when it's a friend because it's you know more personal but I think a great friend is someone that is non-judgmental but hasn't I mean like I say this but I'm really opinionated but I always would like my friends to know that I'm always going to give you my opinion, but I'm always going to have your back no matter what decision you make. And I just think being kind to each other, like understanding, also having the time, you know, I make sure that I give my friends time, like as in, I could quite easily have lost contact with a lot of my mates, but I really do make sure that I text them or I call them or, you know, I'm not saying I'm the like oracle of best friends, but I, I, my friends are very important to me and their lives are very important to me. So I think you have to check in with your mates and, and make sure people are all right. Do you know what? There's so many things there that you've said that I completely agree with. One of the things you said that I think is so true is almost in the same way that you can have that instant connection to a friend, like you would have, you know, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whoever. There can also be that element of you need to nurture a friendship in the same way that you would a relationship and sometimes you do have a breakup in that same way and it can be really difficult to break up with a friend because you're not in a relationship so it's not in the same way that you would have a conversation of this isn't working out but sometimes Mm. you know that your paths are going separate ways and I've definitely had that in the past there's a quote actually that I really love and one of my friends always uses it she says that people come into your life for a reason for a season for a lifetime and do you think that it's true that you kind of have to nurture those relationships in the same way that you would something just as important with a partner yeah absolutely I love that quote I think that's really that's really important as well I have met people that I've had like you know for instance when you go traveling if ever you've gone traveling you'll meet people that you spend this like really intense time with yeah and you spend 24 hours a day with them for like a month and a half and then you may never see them ever again but that's okay Another thing for me that's really important is having those healthy boundaries. And another point that you made earlier on is with your really, really great friends, they'll have that understanding that sometimes you're a bit busier or they're a bit busier and you can check in. But ultimately, if it's been a while, you'll just pick up like nothing's happened. As long as it's equal, that's the other thing that I find with friendships is that 
They have to be equal. It can't just be one-sided. You can't be feeling that you're giving all of your effort and your energy to someone and they just sit there and soak it up and go, thanks so much, you've made me feel brilliant now, bye. And then you never hear from them again until they've got another issue that you need to give them, you know, some kind of life back. And then they go, oh, great, thanks. And you're like, how about you asking how my day was? Or how about asking some kind of interest here? So you do have to have a slight, like you said, you do have to find a boundary where you go, you know what, I'm going to let that that friendship just rest a little bit because I think I can't give any more to them and I or I'm just not being very helpful to them at the moment and I can't give them what they need out of a friendship. So they need to find that somewhere else and then maybe we'll come back together again when things are better or when we're on the same page. And I think that's okay. And I think as well, back to the whole reason, season or lifetime, if you mm-hmm. do have those friends that are those real lifetime friends naturally you're both going to go through different phases of your life and it might just mean that for one particular time whether you've moved away or whatever it might be um it doesn't mean it's never it just might mean that for right now it's not quite going to work and there's always different ways to circle back I know that's happened to me before yeah it's definitely happened to me I'm I'm sure I don't know you know I'm talking from experience but whether or not you've had it where you there's always that one person that you really want to be your friend but sometimes I feel like they just don't like me so why am I why am I putting so much energy into having this person like me when really we're just not on the same path so sometimes you just have to let that go that I struggle with I completely agree and I've had that happen as well nine times out of ten it's never about you the other person may be going through something where they need five minutes to themselves and when you're in that situation yourself where you just need five minutes it's only then that you can kind of see maybe they didn't think I was the worst person in the world maybe they were just having a stressful time at work and also because technology is so advanced I can't tell you the amount of times especially because we do jobs where we're on social media a lot. Someone will say to me, oh, well, I thought I'd offended you because you put something on Instagram today, but you hadn't texted me back. And I'm thinking, yes, but Instagram, I consider that an extension of my work. For me, I'd much rather not text you back for two days and send you a message when I've got a completely clear head to go, how are you? How was your day? How did your mum get on at the post office last week? Than flippantly put up something as quickly as I might put a makeup picture on Instagram. Yeah, it's so funny, isn't it, how social media influences people so much to the point where they think it's real. You know, you'll see your friend put up a picture and be like, oh, right, so you're having a great time because you're having a glass of wine outside. And you're like, that was last week, but I'm not going (laughs) to... You know, and, and it's funny how, like, we shouldn't really believe in it all the time. Like, that's the other thing that I really try and separate slightly like I don't really put anything on social media that's not true as in like I would put myself out there in my stories I'm 100% me like not everyone puts their life on social media is true like you can't believe everything you look at I always try and put my work glasses on a little bit through that because I'm like I know that that person's really struggling at the moment but they're getting through it because that's the persona and they're kind of acting in a way like they're having to act through it and that's fine um you know, and if I don't really feel in the mood to do my social media that day, then I'm just not going to do it. I don't need to explain myself to people why I'm not doing it. That's where I've got to cut off. I'm like, no, that's where I'm like, right, I have to, I can't rely on it to, to keep me up and to keep me positive. Like I have to do that myself. And 
I know that's really hard for a lot of people. I completely agree. So for example, today, I put a makeup video up this morning and really enjoyed doing it. But that was 10 minutes out of my day. And that was it. And that's what's been put up there. The rest of the day, it was actually my mom's 70th today. So happy birthday. Thank you. She'll love that. We've had a really nice day, actually. I suppose the point I'm making is you wouldn't have a clue about that on what I've put up today and it's not that I've said anything that isn't true I actually did my makeup getting ready to have this day with her and I think Mm. sometimes it can be easy to forget I'm very guilty of it I can be very much someone that compares myself and thinks my gosh you know she's slimmer than me she's prettier than me she's this that the other whatever it is and you forget that these people have exactly the same experiences and they maybe had to throw an isolation 70th for their mom today or had a hardship or were worried about someone's health you just don't know and that's why I find that so shocking that people troll people for that and that's actually one thing that's always really worried me about being on social media and being a kind of you know being out there because I am really sensitive and I I don't think I would handle someone absolutely slating me like that I really wouldn't handle it very well now touch wood I haven't had many bad experiences but you always get the odd person and I'm not saying you should give them the airtime. but I think that when you have moments like that that's when your core friendships really come into play and it just makes yeah. me really come back down to earth and go why am I worried about this and it just nips in the bird any hint of that moment that you might take it to heart have you ever had anything like that where you're just like thank god I've got my good mates to remind me that these people are not telling me the truth here and that what they're saying isn't gonna get in or hit me oh yeah a hundred percent I mean yeah I've had that before and you can't help but look at the negative comments and you know sometimes I think you look for them because you're worried and you kind of want the opinion of someone like especially if I've done a makeup that I wasn't sure about that day or yeah do you know what I mean and you're like oh was it did it look okay did it not look okay and it's like wow okay so why do I care about a person that I've never met I don't have any opinion on them whatsoever. Why am I letting them affect my day or how I've done something when I've got thousands of people that have said that's great? And my family, a huge reality check. My God, I mean, we are so protective of our own family. They go, oh, did you see that woman's comment? I was like, what? No, what comment? I mean, most of the time I don't even look. I don't look at it. I don't watch it. You know, I don't, to be fair, I've learnt like ignorance is bliss a little bit with certain things and I just don't look I can't be bothered someone's gonna love it someone's gonna hate it and I just think you know what as long as like you say as long as your friends and your family like it and more to the point the person that you've made up likes what you've done in your work that's what I care about well actually that was another thing that I was really keen to speak to you about because whether it's with other makeup artists or whether it's with clients, you form such strong, close relationships when you're a makeup artist, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess Strictly's a really good example of that with us because we're such a close team now. Like, I mean, this will be my 12th year, I think. And some of them have come and gone and stuff like that, but mainly the core of the main team are the same people. And, you know, the way that we work all together is so 
it's so good and you know you've got to learn to step away and step in and also help your friend out and it's a really like amazing dance what we do on that show you know like I've stepped away and gone I really can't get that eyeliner right it's driving me nuts and you know one of my friends will step up and be like yeah okay so why don't you do something else now and come back to that one and it's just that one on the left needs to go up a bit and you know you really do have each other's backs in that way massively and I think that's quite rare actually in makeup and also it kind of makes sense that we all get on because we're all that kind of people you know we are people's people so yeah I think to be a makeup artist you do have to have a certain type of personality definitely and I think that in particular to brides choosing a bridal makeup artist I always say like bear in mind that this person is going to be helping you to get ready for the most intimate and important morning for you and you want to make sure that that's a person that you feel really comfortable with um you know personally I would want an absolute firecracker getting me ready for my hendo but then I think I'd want someone very calm and relaxing for the wedding morning or someone that can do both and read the room and know exactly what kind of energy to bring and I think that's another reason why we can end up forming such close friendships with clients because you go through this whole spectrum of life occasions with them you're with them for the nice moments for the not so nice moments for the moments when they don't feel their best I don't know for example I'm sure there's been someone that's had a great result on Strictly and they're buzzing and you get to experience all of that with them yeah it's amazing like and that's the thing and and you are literally their everything you know you're their lucky charm a lot of the time that you know you are their kind of crutch in uh, for a short period obviously on a show like that we have to slightly mix that up occasionally because you know say like I was ill or something like that and then I couldn't do that person's makeup but I think like you said reading the room you know yeah you have to read the room but also the other thing that you kind of can't really forget is that they are still people that you're working for so even though you're doing their makeup and you are part of their family and you've worked with them for a long time you know you never know when that might change because realistically you're their makeup artist you know they they might find someone else that they love the look of and that loves you know that what their makeup is and what they've done and they've refreshed them and they've made look 20 years younger they can just stop calling you, you know, and they kind of don't really want to turn around to you and go, look, is it all right if I use other people as well? It's a bit like, can I see other people? Yeah. And I think it's so important to make sure that, yes, these people, you can get super close to them and you're part of such an intimate part of their life. But at the same time, you have to have that professionalism to not take it too far because yeah. you will get burned. And, and I'm not saying it in a negative way, but I just think you are still working because the other side of it can be really quite detriment and also really you know awful you can you know lose a lot of yourself and it can really have a major effect on your life of course again it's one of those things that perhaps people would perceive the likes of a makeup artist on high profile projects or with one particular person to be this kind of dream job but I often think that sometimes the dream jobs are the ones that you don't notice how much work goes into them the early mornings the late nights the traveling the not seen loved ones on weekends and it's definitely one of those that I think 
when you actually get yeah. to talk to somebody, you realise that the reality is very different than the cookie cutter that you see in a photo. And also that's really hard to um, explain to your mates that aren't part of that world. Yeah. You know, the amount of weddings I've missed or birthday parties or, you know, things like that. And I've gone, look, I'm really sorry, but I've got this amazing job that could technically take me for years you know like if I had turned down you know the first few weeks of Strictly who knows I may never have had that job again and I think that's the other thing that you have to remember is that you might miss your mum's 70th or you might miss your grandma's you know silver wedding anniversary or you might miss your best friend's christening or do you know what I mean? things like that which is rubbish and I do I think now I'm much more um able to say yes and no to things because I I think you're established and I think when you're established it's a little bit easier but I think at the beginning of things it's really hard because your mates do not understand it they're like how what do you mean how can you not do this it's just work and you're like yeah but you don't understand it might be a work thing that could bond a relationship for years and years and years and give me loads of work or it could be I'm turning it down for a night out for your hen party that is two days so you you know there is that element that you have to sacrifice a lot to do this job as well and um I think people don't realize that when they come into the industry of how much you have to sacrifice and also how much you gain from it don't get me wrong but yeah you know when people ask me about becoming a makeup artist I'm like look that's really cool but you know I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you the hours are really long it's hard you know there's loads of things about it that are incredible and amazing and I wouldn't change it for anything but there are also things that are really tough I think one of the things that you mentioned there which is very true is that you know with the right person and the right time and those people supporting you it can really allow your career to flourish and I think there are so many great people in our industry that are either supportive to us or maybe in general they're inspiring a really positive change and who do you think if you had to pick someone whether it was a person or a brand who is doing something really good and just generally making a nice contribution? I mean I started out on a counter so like I started out working for Bobby Brown and I really do love the ethos of that brand and the philosophy of it, especially when Bobby Brown at the time started it up and I loved how she started it and I loved the kind of whole history of that side of things. And I feel it's it's quite weird how something comes in and out of your life throughout your entire life. So like, you know, when I first started, I interviewed for Bobby Brown and I kind of got in there and I loved it. And I met yeah. so many amazing people and one of them being Hannah Martin, you know, she was my boss for a while on one of the counters because I was what they call an associate so I would go through all the different counters um, in London when I moved up to London after working on a counter for like four years down in Sussex and um, yeah and I loved it you know like Makeup by Mikey he was on the counter as well and you know so many people that I've met um, throughout my time of working on a counter and I'm very lucky that I've had jobs with Bobby Brown since then and you know I really am faithful to that brand because I really like it as well I think it works well and I, I love what they stand for now and stuff there's a lot of history there and it still comes back to me and still has some part of my life which I think is great but there are so many people doing incredible things you know like I mean Caroline Barnes is amazing and you know just to meet Caroline Barnes a while ago we were at a party and you know we someone introduced us and I was like well I, I do actually know you 
from obviously being an amazing makeup artist yeah. but also I remember doing work experience with a makeup artist who I first started out with Jackie Tyson and she, we were in the same dressing room as Caroline Barnes and I was like oh my god it's Caroline Barnes she's too Kylie she's amazing and um she asked me to go and fill up a water bottle and I was like oh my god she was obviously spritzing someone's hair or something and I was like this is amazing like I followed her for years and I think she's incredible and you know and I told her this story and she was like oh my god this is so embarrassing that I actually made you go and fill up my water bottle I was like no you don't seem to understand this to me is and now the fact that like you know we're in each other's lives now in a completely different aspect but I just think uh, there are so many people that I admire and think are incredible and that I never even thought would even have a clue who I was or even you know I don't it doesn't matter about that side of it but just the fact that you know I'm now can actually even email Caroline Barnes is incredible Bryony, this is cracking me up because you are going to be very amused to hear that both Hannah Martin and Bobby Brown have been recent episodes so perfect timing oh um, and I didn't do that on purpose no, just FYI but also this is so funny the Caroline Barnes story because Caroline has kind of rallied the industry together to provide some support for people in the NHS at the moment who are working so hard to keep us all safe and just do something to give back and give them a nice experience but just before we went into lockdown I was getting the tube to go to a launch and I was like oh my god it's Caroline Barnes so we got the tube because I went up and said hello and we were having a bit of a chat and I was like god isn't this fab and then the other day she messaged me and said can I have your email address and I went into my mum and dad and I was like mom dad Caroline Barnes has just asked me for my email address what's she gonna say <laughs> but like it's so true like there is it's such true, it? it's so lovely when someone that you've admired or just think is wicked has a reason to maybe reach out or have you work with them and it's such a lovely thing to yeah. experience and you meet that person and you think you are just as lovely as everyone said you would be. I think it's so important not to really lose that. Never 100%. lose the fact that you admire someone or the fact that you should never lose the ability to go up to someone and be like, just to let you know, I really admired your work and I still do. I think you're amazing. And I think that's, I think that's a really nice thing to say to someone, but also it's a lovely thing to hear. And I just think you should never lose that. And, you know, you're never too good to tell someone that. I still admire all the people that I did work experience with and that I've I've stepped up the ladder with, but I still, you know, if they phone me up and said, look, could you come and help me out on a job? I'd be like, of course I can, like 100%. There's, there's never going to be a minute where I'm like, no, I'm sorry, I'm way too busy for you. <laughs> Right. Well, speaking of being busy, I know that you told me earlier on via voice note that you're making a pizza from scratch this evening. Now, I'm very much going to want an update on that, but I'm going to ask you one last question before I live and leave you. So you are, without a doubt, Bryony, one of the most upbeat, positive, up for a laugh people. What would you say is, especially at the moment when we're all a bit locked down and just looking for a nice boost of positivity, what would you say is a piece of advice or a step we can take to just live a happier day-to-day life? I think even if you're feeling like you don't want to talk to anyone or you feel rubbish, I think you've got to pick up the phone and try and phone that person that's going to make you feel happy. Or at least make you laugh once. I sometimes do that where I'm like, oh, I just feel a bit low today or I feel a bit... And 
there are those mates of yours that will always say something inappropriate or say something stupid and they will always be the one to kind of make you laugh at the end of the conversation it's so important to keep the communication with people because I think especially at this point it's really easy to become a hermit and even if you're a hermity kind of person it's even more so to get stuck in that rut and I think no matter what happens just call someone that you know is going to just be like do you know what I'm having a rubbish day so can we have a laugh and if you don't want to call someone then just go for a walk and put on your inspirational song really loudly in your headphones and go outside and be in the fresh air and have a little dance that always helps as well I love a musical so I will always put on a little bit of rent oh fantastic (laughs) do you know what my song at the moment is a bit of J-Lo on the floor I mean that never fails to pick me up I'm telling you maybe we'll do a swap on our walks and we can compare notes on how they manage to perk us up I think that's just the thing I think you've got to do something that you know I mean like you and I one of our favorite things to do is to go and play in our makeup rooms you know go and yeah. put some makeup on go and have a play like go and do something that you know is gonna if you're feeling a little bit slumpy that's okay but try and force yourself to either make that phone call or go for that walk or put a little bit of makeup on because you know that when you've done one of those things you're gonna feel great you're gonna feel so much better well briny you've been such a laugh to talk to and you've definitely perked at my lockdown so thank you so much for anyone that wants to reach out to you where can they find you i'm on briny underscore blake on instagram i'm also on facebook but i'm around you'll be able you'll see me i'm always around thank you so much briny thank you lovely take care thanks bye bye Thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I'd love to hear from you if you listened, so please reach out at Rose Gallagher or if you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe and leave a review. It really means a lot. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you again next week.